Welcome to the Mo Therapy Podcast. I am a current grad student at the University of Puget Sound, and this is a podcast to help share my journey, insights, and fun facts to make mental health information more accessible, and I hope you enjoy. In my other episodes, I feel like I've touched on academic tips for success, and in this episode, I want to talk more about tips for career success. I'm going to touch on three things. One, utilizing LinkedIn for networking. Two, incorporating what you're interested into assignments. And three, the importance of humility. So with LinkedIn, I make a goal each month to meet up with three people. On LinkedIn, there's a filter and you can be able to see who went to your school. And then you can do another filter where you see who has counseling within their profile. So I'll read through different people's profiles and see if there's common interests or it's someone that I want to talk more to and then I message them basically saying that I'm a grad student and I want to learn more about their journey in mental health. I point out the common interests that we have so that they know that I'm not just messaging everyone that I intentionally want to talk to you and want to learn more from you and I have been so delighted with the people that I've met and the journeys that I've heard. There are so many various ways that a life can be lived and it's just cool to see the possibilities that are out there. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Being a grad student is such a great foot in the door for making connections. I had this assignment for school and I was researching role-playing games and so I reached out to aspiring youth to see if they could help me with this assignment. I wanted to learn more about their organization so that I could share this information with my class and that led to me talking to two people at aspiring youth that were such great conversations and then I got invited to volunteer at this fundraiser meeting more people and all because I reached out as a curious grad student. So I encourage you to use your time in school to meet others in the field you're interested in pursuing and ask about their journey and what advice they wish they had when they started. Another helpful tip, I have a Google Doc with a list of questions to help me if there's like a lull in conversation and each time that I meet up with someone, I make a copy of that Google Doc and save the title with their name and type in the answers that they give me so I can look on it later. And a really great question I recommend asking is, what are the questions I should ask the company when I am being interviewed? This gives a great insight as to what to watch out for and also what to clarify before accepting a job. My second tip is that with each assignment that you do, find a way to include something you're interested in learning about. I'm really interested in learning about using role-playing games and therapy, and so for each assignment, I try to see how I can incorporate that so I can use my time researching something I'm interested in. This also makes the assignment so much more interesting because I want to do the research, and then later on when I'm writing, the writing isn't such a slog to do because it's something that I'm interested in. And if it feels kind of like a stretch to incorporate 
the subject you want into the assignment, you can always chat with your teacher and say, hey, I'm really interested in this. Do you know if I can fit it in through this direction? Or do you know of a way that I can be able to fit it in? I bet you the professor will want to make it work for you because they want you to be interested. They probably are really happy that you're proactive about wanting to learn a certain subject. And then later on, the paper is probably more interesting to them to read as well because you're interested in writing it. So the last tip I have is cultivating humility. I was listening to a podcast about humble leadership with Bradley Owens, who's a professor of business ethics in the Marriott School of Management in Brigham Young University. And he actually got his PhD at the University of Washington. So that's cool. But in his research, he talked about how it was really hard to define humility, but he found these three aspects. One, self-awareness. Two, appreciation of others' strengths and contributions. And three, teachability. It is going to benefit you greatly if you try to focus on cultivating these three things while in the program. I feel as though at the beginning of the program, I was battling with some imposter syndrome and really trying to prove myself by sharing my insights and knowledge and like, oh wow, isn't Monique so smart? But the more time that I talked, the less time I was able to hear from others and learn from what was in their noggin. So I started a practice of writing down the things that I wanted to share and then discerning if I needed to share it or not. Did it actually enhance the conversation or was it just fluff? And reminding myself too that other people have thoughts and I don't need to share everything that pops into my head. But if I felt it was beneficial for the conversation and there was space and time to share, I would. And because I spent that time kind of gathering my thoughts on paper, I was more concise and articulate when I did speak up. Funny story, so my mom was a teacher at the elementary school that I went to and my third grade teacher told my mom during like, I don't know, a staff lunch or something like that, that I was a really great student, very engaged. But I also raised my hand whether I knew the answer or not. <laughs> so old habits are hard to break, but change is possible, y'all. You just got to cultivate some awareness mixed in with a little bit of self-compassion and you know just a, a splash of sustained effort and and you, you got you can you can change those habits but being a grad student is hard we're all trying our best balancing school work life hoping for a better future uncertain of what it's actually going to be like and so showing appreciation for others really goes a long way I encourage you to keep your eyes open and acknowledge the goodness you see in others and not because you want something in return, but just because life is hard and everyone's struggling with something. And wouldn't it be great if people pointed out the goodness they saw in each other, if people intentionally sought to create less suffering and more magic. And it doesn't have to be some elaborate compliment or gesture. Just allow yourself to be aware of the goodness in others and have the courage to express appreciation when you notice it. 
there's a person in my class named Katrina and she's a wonderful person with such a big heart and I notice how much she's able to see and point out the goodness in others and to this day I still remember the compliment that she gave me and she didn't know this but it was given at a time when I was really struggling and feeling down on myself and to hear someone show that they appreciate me and see the goodness in me gave that extra boost in my step to keep going. And grad school is hard, but doing the simple act of showing appreciation for each other can make it easier. I hope these tips serve you well. And above all else, I encourage yourself to be compassionately curious, try things out, see what works for you, and if you want more content, you can check out my Instagram at mo underscore therapy. I'll leave you with a quote from Pema Trodron. She says, we don't set out to save the world. We set out to wonder how other people are doing and reflect on how our actions affect other people's hearts. Now go take a nap. You deserve it.